Did You Have To is a proud member of the But Why Though podcast community. Hey everyone, welcome back to Did You Have To, a podcast where we watch live action adaptations of your favorite animations. As always, I'm Kate. And I'm Nisha. And today we're covering uh, the, I want to call it shoujo, but I think it's like slice of life is technically the genre. I feel like that's appropriate. Shoujo, I immediately go to Sailor Moon. Right. Okay. And this, th- there's some kind of really adult themes too. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. We're covering Orange. Live adaptation of Orange. Yes. And this is actually, I never knew about Orange until Kate made the suggestion to watch this. Like I didn't know about the anime. I didn't know about the movie. Didn't know anything about this at all. But because, yeah, yeah, I I decided to get a Crunchyroll subscription, and I don't know why I get into these like moods where I just want to watch romances and like good romances. Oh no, I know what it was. What's a koi? I watched <laughs> yes. all. What's a koi ended, and I was trying to find another anime romance to watch, Aww. and so I decided to go ahead and just get a Crunchy subscription, and I ended up watching Orange. Oh, and I loved it. That's great. That's a <laughs> but it all, nice and What's a koi came from Nisha. Yes, it did. I have I have a heart <laughs> sometimes, guys. And guess what? Walter Koi is gonna get a live action adaptation too. Yeah, and we better be able to review it. Damn it! Give us give us advanced screenings. Somebody, please, whoever is in Japan on a production team, or if y'all are, do we have a listener in Japan? Even somebody. Ooh. Somebody, please. Please help us. How do we get, like, advanced screening? Or, like, cause it, <laughs> did, we, did we find out if it's going to be a movie or a show? Because I'm pretty sure it's going to be a show. I'm not sure. I thought it was a movie, but I think it might be a show. Got it. I just saw live action, and I got excited about the potential to review it and kind of Same. didn't keep because reading. Because it is a perfect show for nerdy people who it is. believe in love. Uh, with other nerdy people it's, go watch it y'all it's on amazon prime it is literally a it's fucking so delight good. i wrote a damn article about how good it is at showing like it geek, is like validating romance, romancing as geek yes and it is validating <laughs> as hell because who hasn't been like super nerdy into anime and dated someone who is not into nerdy stuff at all me mm-hmm. because most i mostly date jocks because i am also a jock and that is like one of the damn characters in the show and i just i felt seen so seen. Oh gosh, that way, that's how I feel about with Matt because like Matt's like a nerd, but he also played football from like age eight to nineteen, and like plays a whole bunch of sports and doesn't like my nerdy things, mm. but like has his own little nerdy nerdy lives. Oh, so that's true. Oh, and, and one more thing, I love how it shows the different interactions within the fandom. For nerdy people like women interacting and bonding over fandom things like cosplay or Mm -hmm. making recommendations. It's like me. It's like someone saw me and Kate's lives and made it into an anime. If we we got to go to Japan and go to a manga store, Mm -hmm. like that would be us. It would be us. I would just be picking out everything. Yep. Oh, God. It's just so perfect. Okay, we're, yeah. th- this episode is supposed to be about Orange, not Waltakoi. That'll happen yes. hopefully in the year 2019 when it's out. I'm, I'm, yes. Fingers crossed it's out. I will find some sort of torrent to watch it. We will find a way. I mean, we would like to go legally about it and review it, but yes. we will find a way. Yes. <sighs> okay. <laughs> so, what are we, oh, um, Rotten Tomatoes, that's right. That's what we usually yes. do here. Um, why did I forget to do that? 
<laughs> Sorry. <laughs> okay, well, I'll start off with a, with a little film background. Yes, so, please do. Orange is the 2015 Japanese teen fantasy drama film, and this is thanks to Wikipedia. I wouldn't classify. I mean, I guess it's kind of fan. I don't know. Uh, fantasy drama film based on the manga series of the same name by Ichigo Takano. It was released on December 12th. 2015. Yes. All of that. Yes. And also, <laughs> weirdly enough, there's not a Rotten Tomatoes thing for it. Ah, okay. Which I guess I'm not that surprised because, you know, most of the Rotten Tomatoes we've had for our live actions have been more of like Bleach or um, I would say the, the ones that are more current, that have a wide release. Yeah. So I don't. I, no, I didn't yeah. see anything about this having like a, a release in America at all, or like North America. Oh yeah. And actually, the funny thing is, so like this movie, as much as I thought that it was a live adaptation of the anime, it is very much a live adaptation of the manga or oh. the manga because the anime came out in 2016 mm. after this movie came out. Gotcha. Um, which I didn't know, and now I feel like my critiques of the movie don't really have ground but they still do because it's how i felt um because i watched the anime yep. um, and we talk about an uh and animations um but yeah i mean the film has like a really simple premise for the mm-hmm. most part um you have a group of high school friends uh specifically naho takamiya um who's a 16 year old girl and she's about to start her second year of high school and she starts receiving letters um, while on her way to school and the letters are from herself but it's from herself in the future yeah. um, and they have details of what the day is going to be like and as the show as a movie I don't want to say the show but as the as movie continues they get deeper and deeper and deeper and you learn that they're trying to prevent a tragedy in in um, Naho's life mm-hmm. um, with her first love um, and I do want to say, um, I personally, the anime is one of my favorite animes I've ever watched um, mm-hmm. of this, like, genre. Um, and so I do highly recommend for you to go to Crunchy and check it out um, yes. before continuing. Because I feel like the movie didn't have as much emotional weight for me. I would agree. I mean, granted, we should have probably mentioned that like the anime is like a show, so it's yeah. not a mo- it's not a movie. So I yeah, feel like it's that, thirteen episodes long, which I mean doesn't seem long, but when you think about how much story was packed in the anime, mm-hmm. and that, then the challenge of packing all of that again, anime came after the movie. I feel like the anime had the room to give more emotion, whereas the movie, like. Had I just watched the movie without watching the anime, I probably would have felt like, okay, there's not much emotion here. Yeah. Like, but it makes sense why, because they're packing in like so many chapters of a manga into a movie. Exactly. Exactly. Um, which I mean, like that has been a common critique of a lot of the anime movies that we've watched mm-hmm. is shortening down usually in those cases it's arcs but just shortening down story for length yeah i mean look what they did with bleach we're still very happy with how bleach Mm -hmm. went because i would i will happily take rewriting some of bleach and making it arcs instead of trying to cram in all of the soul society arc and the substitute arc into one movie yep like 100 percent. that would have been terrible 
It really would have. God, I would have hated it because they would, you know, they would have just skipped to her being executed in like at oh, yeah. the half point. Oh God! But, you yeah. mean it would have been like in uh, Full Metal Alchemist where they just found the Philosopher's Stone right there and then? Yeah, basically that. <laughs> like we <laughs> we skipped a good like twenty episodes there. Oh, we found a fake Philosopher's Stone. It's not the real one. Oh no! Or is it the real one? Who knows? <laughs> we don't care about your anime continuity not at all <laughs> but again to okay i know we're getting off track but to our point i will take uh, rewriting it to fit the movie yes. over trying to cram everything from continuity and if someone can do continuity that's great but i think we are learning from like what we've watched so far is that rewrite rewriting and using themes from the anime is much better than trying to cram yeah. everything into from the anime into the movie yeah, it can be your best friend because mm-hmm. then you still get the emotion, the depth and the weight yep. of what the anime of what the story is trying to do mm-hmm. without sacrificing um, the pieces of it that make it that way. Exactly. Um, and I think for Orange, it was the extended interactions with her friends mm-hmm. um, that and the self-reflection that she has yes. that I think really, really helps pack the emotional punches mm-hmm. that that anime does. And it's definitely something that I think was missing here. I agree. Um, do you want to summarize the movie? Uh, okay, I'm going to do it. I mean, you're you since you picked it, I'm going to let you go into more detail. <laughs> okay, yes. Um, Or we can tag team it, however. So... Yeah. Naho, like Kate mentions, Naho is starting her second year of high school, and you learn really quickly she has a group of friends. Their names are Sua, Takako, I'm gonna, oh wait, Chino, Hagita, and was Ue? Oh no, that's no, I hate her. Murasaka. So those are her like yeah, core group of, yeah those are her core group of friends they're all very close knit and they're like very cool together so then they're all starting school together um right when class is beginning Naho gets some letters and like she realized oh there's a letter in my bag so she picks it up and she starts reading it and things start matching up with what's happening right there in that moment and this is where Kate said that she realized the letter is addressed to her from her so at first she thinks it's a prank but then mm-hmm. the letter gets to the part about the exchange student and then it keeps going and detailing like his name is uh kakaru kakaru and i love his name i know it's i just really love his name kakaru it's so cute to say um so yeah the like name like everything is like happening word for word as she's reading it so then it gets to that point she's like a new transfer student will come his name is kakaru he will sit next to you and like as soon as she's done reading it, it all happens. So she's just like, "This has to be a prank. This can't yeah. be real." So and she's like freaked out, yeah. but doesn't really believe it at yeah. the same time, right? Which so I then, can't really blame her. I can't really blame her either, because how many of us would like believe a letter that's addressed to us from us with like mm-hmm. very little proof? Um, and I have one comment about this whole letter thing that I just want to get out, but I'm gonna wait until we get a little bit deeper into this. <laughs> um, <laughs> So anyways, as she puts the letters away and she just like keeps going about um, what's going like throughout their day. Because does she get to the line about, um, no, sorry. 
she keeps taking peeks at the letter throughout the day. Yes. Um, she doesn't read it all as a whole. No. And that's really important because yes. this, like, and I I don't understand why they sent, like, one of the most important moments back on the day it happens. Right? Because they even, okay, <laughs> we're just going to be all over the place here. They yeah. literally decided, their future selves decided that it has to happen before, um, by the 20th. Why didn't you send it earlier? Send it on the fucking 18th. Send it on the 18th. Send it on the 15th. Build up the trust. Build up the trust beforehand. So when you have to like completely like. Everything could have been avoided. Mm -hmm. Everything could have been avoided. I don't know if they just thought that they couldn't like, you know, change history too much. But at the same time, if you wanted to make that tragic thing from happening, from ever happening, that would have been a good thing to do. Do like everything. Do do like everything in your power. Everything. Cover all of your bases. Everything. At least give them a five day like you know grace period to try and reset history. Yeah. But anyways, so that was like one of my biggest pet peeves. But <laughs> time travel, y'all. We know how time travel works and the foolishness that but comes like, with it. Not really time travel too. At the I same know. time. The anomalies. So it's it's so it's the way they explain like that aspect is just really funny, but. Okay, so back to that. So she again gets to a line in the letter about Kakaru, and it's warning her, like, um, please help me. Basically, the letter's about, like, I have so many regrets. I'm 26, 27, however old she is. Uh, yeah, because it's 10 years in, in the future, yeah. so she's 26. I have so many regrets, and I would like to help you avoid those regrets. One of my biggest regrets are, like, it's not protecting Kakaru. Um, and I'm summarizing here. Uh, yes. So then she's, like, reading on, and she's just like, Suwa is going to invite Kakaru to walk home with you because it's a mm-hmm. half day and so he can show him around and be friendly. Don't Today is the most important day that you cannot let. <laughs> I don't want Kakaru to come along. Like literally you could have put that at the top of the letter. I don't know. Something like more important make, like hey, yeah. make an excuse and say, hey guys, I actually have to that's not push him. Maybe he has important things to do. Like something that mm-hmm. would something that would help or give them better instructions but no she just reads it and she doesn't do anything so kakaru after suwa being super persuasive and charming he persuades as he is he is well not not so much in the the yeah, the live action i know but, but still in the and i'm going off of anime uh, kind of but still he, yeah I'll, I'll talk about my casting issues yes we will get there mm. um so yeah Kak- kakaru eventually is like oh no i have to do this thing and then sue is convincing him to like no no no, come with us we want to show you around town you're new and like you can be our friend so kakaru gives in and he's like okay sure um just for a bit so he goes they walk around they're like showing them all over the places they get some some bread and it's like really which great. i want those buns i want to try it i want to try what a curry bun it tastes like so good curry sounds good and a bun mm. curry anything curry and bread mm-hmm. i love me some curry mm. yep yes somebody send it to us um please and so yeah they do all that and it's like this i kind of like these moments because like just like in the anime you see that kakaru is very attentive like observant and he notices things about naho right away like hey you're always Mm -hmm. putting others before yourself you're always like you don't you she literally walks behind everybody as a way to be courteous she doesn't really like say what she wants she just takes what someone gives her so like and that's noticed when like he's like you want the curry bun here i'll trade you so it's like, I'm like, that's kind of sweet. They, like, worked in how he's so observant and everything. 
So at one point, you see Kakaru has walked away from the group so he can reply to a text and then he comes back. Oh no, does that play into the story later? We'll find out. Um, it does. <laughs> Spoiler. So then, yes, it, it seems like they have had the most perfect day as teenagers would in this like little, I don't know, what do we call it? Slice of life. Yeah, um, slice of life. Slice of life movie. Like it's been a great day. They made a new friend. Um, Naho looks like she's starting to have a crush on Kakaru and everything. But then the next day comes and Kakaru isn't at school. He isn't at school for the next two weeks. Dun dun dun. Oh uh, yeah. Yeah. So we don't know what happened at this point. Naho, I think does she read mm-hmm. the letter and then find out what happened? No, she doesn't no, find no, out no, from no. the letter. That, yeah, it comes later. That comes later. So two weeks pass. Everyone's concerned like where Kakaro is. He comes back. They he like makes up an excuse and say it says like, Oh, I was just out. I was busy. Oh, yeah, I was being lazy. I was being lazy. Um, so he comes back to school. Um, he's getting involved with the soccer team. He is still like acting like everything's normal. Like, I'm sorry, guys. I'm going to get to like what happened in those two weeks. He's just like, you know, going about life, putting on like this facade. <laughs> this yeah, is he's putting on a brave face. A very brave face. And he's I just, not asking for help. He's all. like, he doesn't know how to how to do that. He doesn't know how to ask. Exactly. That And that's the problem. He, I mm-hmm. think, is the biggest problem. And he doesn't want to seem weak. So, okay, we're just going to get to it. The reason Kakoro was out for two weeks is because his mom had committed suicide. Yep. And the day that he went after school when he had gone to hang out with his friends, uh, with his new friends, he was supposed to go with his mom and help her go to the hospital to a new doctor. Yep. So, now, at this point... He just told and in that text message he sent his mother was basically really telling her off of just like, leave me alone. Stop being like, bothersome. Why are, you, why are you always like this? Yeah. Like com- really complaining about like, I don't want to help you anymore. And I mean, like to his point, he's done a lot for a kid his age when it's yeah. com- like, granted, it's like who hasn't ever been annoyed with their parents? But it's like, imagine that being your last message to your mother. Yeah. And then she committed suicide. And like to we're not saying that that was the like the tipping point, but he feels like that was the tipping point. The- yeah, it's why he blames himself. Yeah. Like you don't really like you just know that his mom had had this was this was a long thing. Like this was mm-hmm. a long issue that was affecting their family, that was affecting their relationship and was affecting him. It's one of the reasons why they left. Yes. Um, why they left Tokyo. Oh, yeah. And there's like tons. It's like an onion. There's tons of issues to unpeel. And it's like his mother was sick for a long time. And he it was hinted that she was not doing well mentally. Yes. Um, Like that's how they described it. That like her. Did they say psychosis? I I feel like maybe that was an anime. Um, They they use like a specific word, but I don't remember exactly what, if I'm honest. Yeah. They just kind of made it seem like she was not doing she was not in the best shape mentally. Yes. Um, Which, again, depression, anxiety, all mental health is serious, just as well as Mm -hmm. like, you know, bodily health. So that was what that's what happened. Now, at this point, nobody knows. He's just yep. going to school. He's going about life as best he's as he can. He's being a teenager. He's he, holding it to his to his chest, and he doesn't want to burden anybody around him. Exactly. With, 
his issues and, and his probably, problems. And like, how do you open up to somebody about that? Yeah. Like, that's a very difficult thing. I don't, I can't imagine anyone trying to open up to their friends, like your high school friends. I mean, imagine the friends you had in high school. I'm only friend, mm-hmm. friends with one person from high school. And yep. that's like from almost 10 years ago. Whereas like, I can't even imagine like to the group of friends I had then if I would be able to open up to them like to that level. Yeah. So it's scary. Oh, for sure. So he's going through a lot, but he's, you know, put on a brave face, going through life as this everything's normal. Joins us kind of temporarily joins a soccer club and all that. So now what happened? There's a bunch and of And all of this and like any sort of normalcy that he ends up getting is because in each each letter that comes out mm-hmm. um you're you see Naho trying to push him to do things. Yes. Pushing him to go out of his comfort zone or mm-hmm. do more than he would have um to just make up for it. Like she knows that he's not with them but she doesn't know why yeah that is that's right she does know by now that something happens to him but she doesn't know why something happens to him like she Mm -hmm. thought like oh is he sick or is that why he's out for two weeks like there's all these like suspicions around it so she still has no idea what's going on so then it was like they were having a school sports festival and i remember it's Mm -hmm. like she was about like her letter again was like hey i want you to take the hit because she's a, normally I won't do it. <sighs> yes. So then she's like, and like her future self is like, please take the hit. I regret not doing that. And then she's yeah. like, basically it all leads to like, this is the day I found love with Kakaru. So mm-hmm. and then so you, sweet. it is adorable and sweet. And then she goes ahead. She takes the hit. She makes a home run. Their school, their class wins. And then Kakaru notices again, being very observant that she has the wrong size shoes on. And that's what's causing her foot to hurt. So because mm-hmm. she's trying to hide it again, it's like girl, speak up. <laughs> it's just, it's yeah. So I will say in both the anime and I think more so the movie, I'm just very annoyed with Naho a yes, lot of the time. Yes, because she needs to speak up. Mm-hmm. She has to speak up. I get being shy. I totally get that. But like stuff that is completely unavoidable, like no, sorry, things that can be avoidable, speak up. Yeah. Like there's there's very major important things that could have been stopped if Naho had just spoken up. Yup. But okay, back to it. So then Kakaru helps like her bandage up her foot so it feels better. And it's kind of, she hints at it's like he's like, Oh well next year watch me. I'll be just as good as Suwa at soccer. And Kakaru like like that's what he told her and now he's like, Yeah, I'll watch you. I'll be watching you like, you know, kinda of cute way of saying like, Yeah, I'll root for you or whatever. Yeah. Admitting that they both have interest in each other somehow. Um so that happens in anime fashion in anime fashion you know unspecifically kind of admitting you both like each other <laughs> god i ooh, that would be, i could not live in a high school anime i would lose my oh shit. hell no i could not i'd be the most <laughs> abrasive tomboy girl <laughs> oh i would say mm-hmm. so yeah they were going through all that back and forth and flirty crap so then now we're to the next day of school. Suwa finds out from Naho that Kakaru wants to play soccer and that he would be just as good as Suwa. So Suwa is basically like the star athlete of the school. That's what like yep. we we get from the anime and like what we're supposed to assume from the live action. Also, um, like he's a big shot and he's super tall, so all the girls like him. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, yes. I'm five foot four. And Which- I love me a tall man. <laughs> 
my my first my first gripe with with this I I did not they tried really so like Japanese live actions of shoujo or like these slice of life things mm-hmm. like they try really hard to replicate like the height stuff and mm-hmm. then like the little like like the flicking on the head and like those types of things mm-hmm. and it doesn't always work and I think a lot of that has to do with casting and I I love Sua so much in the anime and mm-hmm. I'm I did not like who played Sua here because it just wasn't Sua. Yeah, I feel like I don't know. I'm kind. Of, I'm gonna hold that off to the end. Um, <laughs> I'm yeah, because there's some stuff there. I mean, again, anime expectations are hard to meet. Yeah, in that is fair. Live that action. is really fair. And yeah, I, and I guess it's like they really were like they were really were teenagers they were really played as teenagers in their live action like, you mean my teenager can't have an eight pack yeah <laughs> or a teenager can't be okay. six foot five yes or at least that's what i imagine because he's fucking huge and i'm just like he has to be like at least six foot five if not taller yes at least i was just like he's a massive man oh my god very and i was just like ah <laughs> <laughs> words are losing um Anyways, so, yeah, through a lot of more persuasion from Sua, even though this, like, goes back and forth for a while where Kakuru is like, no, I can't join a sport or, like, I'll do it temporarily. And eventually he does join soccer and he starts practicing with them. Um, So I'm just going to speed up to the part where, like, Kakuru one day notices that Nahu makes her own lunch. Mm-hmm. And that kind of leads to another progression between them where he's like, oh, he kind of jokes about it at first. He's just like, would you mind making me one sometime? And she's like, she nods because <laughs> she doesn't speak <laughs> up. She just nods. So he's like, yeah, I'll make you one. So she goes home and is super excited and makes him a lunch. And then the next day, she could not work up the nerve to hand him the damn bento. But Which I don't understand, girl. You put so much time into that bento box. So much time, and I, I mean, at this like, point, everyone is teasing them about like kind of liking each other. So it's yeah. not even a freaking secret. Just give him the lunch box. Like at you made every, the damn box. Every turn, it's like when she saw him at school the first day. She's just like holding the bag, and then again, she's holding the bag, and then like eventually, she's like, "Can I talk to you?" And she's still holding the bag. And he reaches for it, and she runs away. And I'm just like, "This is the worst character trope. I hate." the most mm-hmm. in all of anime is when the girl is so shy that even when the guy touches her she flinches and runs i'm not saying like uh-huh. to our knowledge naho's never been abused i'm not saying like she's like traumatized or anything from like men yeah, no, it, but it is an anime trope it is it mm. is a trope where like you have to be the most and it's the reason that there are like it's the reason why romance animes break down very strictly between like hentai and then like romance animes because like even in adult romance animes you won't really see any sex or anything like that Mm -hmm. because it's just the standard that they hold the women to yeah but it's just like oh my god like can she be more can she be more than like this very meek child because I get yeah. be- I get being shy. I get being nervous about giving your crush something. But at a certain point, just give him the damn lunch. So and like <laughs> you're getting notes from the future that are telling you this is going to be OK. Yeah, it'll be fine. He'll be happy. You'll make him happy if you give him the lunch. Literally, that's what the letter is telling her. So eventually at the end of the school year, she waits by the gate where Sua and Kakaru are walking out. Kak- uh, Sua takes a hint he's just like well i'm gonna go ahead 
Um, which my heart goes out to that boy. Um, Sua is a trooper. He's a trooper. He is a good friend. He is like the best friend ever. He's a precious mm-hmm. cinnamon roll that needs to be protected at all costs. Oh, he really is. Um, so they go on a walk, Kakaru and Naho, and she eventually gives him the bento saying, I've been trying to give it to you all day. And he's just like, I was hoping that's what it was. I didn't want to <laughs> see busy. I didn't want to seem bossy, blah, blah, blah. Um, so yeah, he takes it and then like they're eating. Which I mean, like, she's holding a lunch bag. Yeah. After he told her he wanted a bento. So like. Come on. Yeah. Come on. <laughs> so they go and sit down while he can eat it and enjoy it. And he's like super happy. And I think like leading up to like the confession that's about to happen, I think it explains why he was so happy he got one. Um, He like, sorry, real quick. Before this, did he say the line, you're like a mother? Some, at some point um I think so I think he says it in the bento box section okay that's what I figured so then yeah now we have the, and correct me if I'm wrong if this is where he tells her the secret that like she he does okay because they're looking over the water and he tells her um you know yes. I was real like he he explains why the bento means so much to him yes that's because right. of what happened to his mom mm-hmm. um and she just you know and asked her you know not to talk about it and all that kind of stuff um, mm-hmm. But he opens up to her. He finally decides to let down that wall and mm-hmm. show it to somebody. Yes, um, which I think was which like, is a beautiful moment in mm-hmm. the anime. Um, it's well done in the movie. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, but, and I mean, I think, I think both the anime and the movie do a great job of like conveying the character of like dealing with so much self hate. Yeah. Yeah, and so I actually think, um, like, when it comes to casting, Gakaru, the actor who played Gakaru, like, did acted so well. Mm-hmm. Amazing. Um, I think he did a perfect job, like, just getting mm-hmm. across, like, the turmoil that he's going through yes. and dealing with, because he's trying to keep it a secret. He's trying to also, he hasn't, he's grieving, but he isn't yeah. allowing himself time to, like, not blame himself or he should have like you Mm -hmm. know he probably had been advised to like get counseling at some point but he didn't want to do any of that he's just like trying to put he's holding all of these emotions within himself and it's a struggle so then yeah when he confesses to her and tells her and i think he even says like oh no you're gonna hate me now yeah he see like he really takes his mother's suicide as something that he caused Mm -hmm. and so when he tells her he sees it as like this big remorse this big regret that he lives with yep that he thinks everybody else is gonna see when that's not the case yeah it's it's definitely not the case because they she like while in the movie her first reaction was silence she just sat there numb which to her point I feel like most people would not know what to say at that point. Yeah. Given, like, you just found out that the boy you like slash your friend mother committed suicide. And yeah. they've been dealing with that in secrecy for two weeks. Yeah. And, and it's also important, too, like, when you look at... So, like, not down... Like, suicide in any case mm-hmm. is a large deal. But in Japan, um, Japan has one of the highest, if not the highest, um, I haven't looked at the stats in a while, um, but suicide rates out of any country in the world. Mm-hmm. Um, it is a real problem that they face um, in that country. And so it, it cares, it carries a large amount of weight, um, especially, and not that it doesn't here, like I don't want it to seem that, but it, 
it is something real that people have a, a lot, a lot of people have been touched by in Japan more so than you would have here. Mm-hmm. And so to have this as a piece of the story and seeing somebody be comforted mm-hmm. to be like, hey, this isn't your fault. That's really powerful. Um, oh, for sure. And because so it, it's really good. Oh, yeah, for sure. And I think that I appreciate how well the anime and the movie treated mm-hmm. suicide. Like, mm-hmm. like it, it's very serious. Like, I think it. I mean, but I, I completely agree. Like, I, if I was in that situation, I don't. I'm not the best at like comforting people. Like, mm-hmm. I do. Like, in some ways, silence is like the best answer, at least for a little bit. So you make sure you don't say anything that True. you know is insensitive or. True, and my but, reaction is typically like, "Oh, I want to comfort someone. I want to make. I want to take your pain away." But at the same exactly. time, I don't. I don't know how to take the pain away. I my best. Yeah. The thing that I do to help people when they're like sad from a loss is like, you know, if you want to talk about it talk about it if you want me to sit here in silence with you while you cry i'll sit here in silence with you yeah like we'll get like i'm i want you to know that i'm here for you like nothing just letting someone know that you're here for them can be like do a lot but at the same time how do you like what's the next thing you say because you can't tell someone that it's not their fault because they're not gonna believe you in that moment I mean, yeah. you can, but it's it's very much like it's not your fault. It's easy for me to say it's not your fault because it's, I'm not you. Yeah, I'm not the one having to deal with these issues. I'm not the one having to, like, and you also don't know the whole situation. You don't know why they're feeling that way. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah. Exactly. So, lots of stuff to unpack there. You know, she's hit with a huge realization of what happened so she's starting to piece up things more together now. Yeah. She goes and back. And then she starts, like, and then, like, to the other point there is then she starts to blame herself. Because yeah. she's like, oh, crap. I should. And she goes back to the letter and mm-hmm. is like, <gasps> this is what it was. Yes, exactly. I need to pay attention to these letters mm-hmm. so closely. And then she takes them. And it's not that she didn't take them seriously before then. It's just she has a different type of, like, fervor and, like, dedication to them. Yeah. Like, she's like, I'm going to use these letters to help save Kakoru. I'm gonna save him. Yeah. And yeah. that's what her and future self... That. Yeah, and that's what her mm-hmm. future self is asking her to do. Is like, please save Kakoru. So, yep. all this is going on. And I can't... Like, see, I feel like this has just been, like, so fuzzy in my brain. Like, what happens after that? Like, he kind of is still kind of distant. Like, he starts to kind of distance himself from her. Yeah. But they keep getting pulled in together mm-hmm. and different things like thanks to Sua and like yeah. the other friends like come on let's go do this and let's go do that and it's just like um like she knows things from the letter like one day it says like oh Kakuru is not gonna have a pencil and a pen uh yeah. I, but I have an extra one so give it to him and when you get the eraser back please look in the eraser sleeve so she does yep. all that she looks she and this is because sorry at this time, Kakoro is also being pursued by Ueda, who is the popular uh, girl. Popular I hate her. I hate her so much. So I much. hate her in the anime and hated her in the live action. Um, she's like flirting yeah. with him because she sees how good he is on the so- in soccer and that they're both mm-hmm. from Japan and like, sorry, they're both from Tokyo. That So that's so cool. Um, so every chance that like Kakaru has like of a free moment Ueda would always like just pop up out of nowhere and just like oh Kakaru mm-hmm. come here and talk to me about this thing that's in Tokyo like just super annoying bitch yeah. um, <laughs> I don't care 
I'm talking about a character. I'm I don't care. Not the actress. But No, I agree. So she is basically trying to like work at him and then like, you know, at this point, before Naho gives him the pencil and the and the racer, they're like talking and then she's like, Oh, is there someone you like? And he's like, uh, maybe and like all this other stuff and then just like cutesy shoujo crap or slice of life stuff or just like talking about like liking people borderline shoujo crap borderline shoujo (laughs) crap and then it's like at one point i think someone's like ask him like oh well do you like ueda he's like i like the way she looks and i'm just like because yeah that's a high school boy response why not um it was like a really appropriate response like it was a response i was like oh i could totally see a a, a dude in, in high school saying that for sure like for sure i like the way she looks i mean it's it's a high schooler i don't expect much depth from them at that point <laughs> and the kid's dealing with a lot of crap so oh yeah i i give him a break for that so then ueda eventually goes and confesses to him and and like he tells her he'll give her an answer at the end of the day or after- which i I do want to say just quick question mm-hmm. for anybody who is who has lived in Japan is Japanese any of those things um, are these like declarations of love that happen really that big because it happens in like a lot of animes I feel like maybe it's just like it can't be that serious I mean it, it really can't be that serious like maybe a, giving a crush a letter i just feel like anime has to be playing that up so much i just right. i can't i can't take that seriously but what kills me is that they do it in the live action even stuff that's not based on anime mm-hmm. so it's like even in like i don't i just like i feel like it has to like obviously like i think like it, it'll definitely be like a hyperbole mm-hmm. but i feel like there has to be at least some truth on it because like how many animes do people get called up to a rooftop to hear a declaration of love Hmm. True, but I, oh God, I just it has to be a trope. It really like you know it has. To, I, I just I, I refuse to believe that that happens in real life. I mean, it would be cute and adorable, but I just I refuse to believe that's a normal thing. And then it's just, and it's just something that anime does, like you know, like being proposed to with a bed of roses all over the floor yeah. with lights and candles everywhere. Like that crap has to be, like no one proposes like that all the time. That, that's just stuff people see in movies, so they do it. So maybe it's the same thing with anime. It's the stuff they see teenagers do in manga, so that's why they do it on the shows. Yeah, that's fair. I'm just okay. Uh, yeah, I just like can it. Can, it, it just it bugs me so much. Which is another reason to go watch Watakoi, the most simple confession of liking someone ever. Because they're drunk. Because <laughs> but no, no, they're drunk. They have been drinking, and okay. they're playing video games, and they're out at dinner. They're, okay, they're drinking and playing video games together. But it was great because that is definitely something that would only happen. He like very smoothly and kindly asked, "Well, what about me?" It's perfect. It it's perfect. It is but perfection. I also but I also like say this as somebody who got drunk to tell my like my my partner like that <laughs> I love them for the first time. Because I was just like, I don't know how to handle this. Who doesn't this have is a, a little, lot of emotions? Who doesn't have a little liquid courage before doing stuff? <laughs> I mean I flirt when I've had at least a whiskey or two. Makes it easier. <laughs> I'm more friendlier. I'm more sociable. I, I don't give a fuck and I go after whoever I want. Not in a weird, creepy way. I just like you know, <laughs> but like it, it, you know, it. There, yeah. I, I feel I more you. confident, <laughs> yes. so I can go and actually say hello instead of just like drinking and eating some fries. 
and staring. And stare. Well, no, I do not stare. That's like my biggest oh, thing. I, stare. I hate. I I, I stare. I I'm I, really bad at staring. I'm good at not looking like I'm staring, but. <laughs> I don't know. We're not going to talk I mean, about I my dating style. Stared, I also haven't stared in like a long time, so I guess I can't really say that. Yeah, we're not going to talk about my dating style. I'm a great wing person when I've had at least three drinks in me, so that's great. It's great to embarrass other people. I don't like when people do it to me, even <laughs> though I do, am in desperate need of a wing person sometimes. Um, so, Kate, better get ready. <laughs> I got you. I know you will. Um, okay, so sorry not to talk about our dating lives anymore. Um yeah so i don't know if that's a normal thing but maybe we'll just like err on the side of maybe if that's a thing that happens in yeah. our life if you know let us know please let please. us know if anyone who lives cool. in japan and listens to this or who has visited or has or went fr- to school in japan mm-hmm. or has friends from japan i'm just, just curious and i don't want to like we don't want to assume things either from anime about japan because i feel like that would be bad it's like people yeah, assume that's weeaboo territory. Yeah, that we don't exist. In. We don't do that here. We are not <laughs> them. So, oh yeah, back to this. So yeah, he. This is where Naho lends him the pen and pencil. I mean, pen and eraser. And like the letter reminds her, like when you get the eraser back from him, check the eraser sleeve right away. <sighs> she gets the eraser back from him. She doesn't get the chance to check it right away because someone calls her to go clean. And you could see that Kakuru was looking at her, waiting for her to check the eraser sleeve. Now, can you please tell me how the fuck would she know to check the eraser sleeve if he right? didn't tell her? Right. You have a cell phone. You have a cell phone. You could have texted her. Do you? And in the in the note, I'm sorry. So she gets back and she runs back to check the eraser sleeve. And it's at this moment where like he's already left the room. She checks the note in the sleeve and says, do you think I should date Ueda? And she goes to his locker and slides in a note, which again, you both have cell phones. And she puts no, just no. So then Kakuro goes to the locker and sees the note and knows that's her answer. I was like, she didn't want, but oh no, he already accepted Ueda's confession. And now they're dating. Because it's not like he asked a question to somebody. Exactly. Like, you wouldn't wait. You could have waited. Or you could have gone to her directly and said, do you think I should date her? So, this is very high school crap. Where it's like, a guy who may like his girl who is a friend. And then, like, you know, he has another girl who's interested in him. I'm sorry. I'm speaking from, like anger and also how it has happened to me and when it, it really pisses me off when guys do that and they ask you like well, what do you think should i date her i'm like you're a fucking grown man like if, yep. if you and this is college and high school crap i'm like do not ask another woman if you should date her unless yep. like you were legit friends and you have no interest in that girl as a anything further because both times this is a this is like now 100 percent proof with me it has happened two times and then months later the guys come back because it's like oh i should have dated you i'm like well that's your fucking fault isn't it exactly <laughs> <laughs> you know whose fault is that not mine because i didn't tell you yes or no um <laughs> Uh, but it's We're tapping into large parts of ourselves today. Yeah, we are. Damn it, this show and emotions. But <laughs> my point is, I don't appreciate him at basically taking the responsibility of replying to a confession and placing yeah. it on Naho. Like, yeah. if he, it's not fair. It's not fair to Naho, and it's not fair to him. Like, yes, you maybe it was his way of trying to find out if Naho liked him. But what, how does that make Naho feel? Like, she doesn't know your feelings mm-hmm. at this point. She doesn't realize that, oh, you know what? 
I do really like you and I don't want you to date her. But yeah, that's just a lot. Like, no, you have to make your own decisions. And if you didn't really want to date her, you shouldn't have dated her. So anyways, yeah. So or if you had doubts about it, you shouldn't have. So, yeah, now it's been like a few weeks. And over those few weeks that he's been dating Ueda, all his time has been taken up with her in soccer. So they barely all get chances to hang out together um, because Ueda is always dragging Kakoto around, holding his Uh. hands around the school, taking him over to her class, showing him off. And like a fucking toy, like a toy, like a puppy, so like a puppy, which is, again, wrong. So then at this point, as soon as they started dating, he was like waiting for a bento from Naho and Naho's like, I didn't make you. Oh, no, he wasn't even waiting before he could reply, say hello to her. She's like, I didn't make you a bento today. And she was like very curt about it and just like, yeah, I'm like, rightfully so. Um, probably she's just like, I just did. I thought it would be disrespectful to Senpei, Senpai, which she's talking about. Ueda, Ueda Senpai. Yeah. God, oh. God, stop being so nice, girl. So she then like says, I didn't think it would be polite to her if I made you lunch anymore so he's like oh okay well like <sighs> what did you think boy did you think he was gonna get lunches from her and date this girl also mm. in the anime it's even more messed up because he asked naho to give him to call him at 5 a.m to wake him up in the morning yeah yep yep now knowing what he was going through now i can understand that he just wanted extra support and like someone to like you know he wanted extra he wanted more interaction from someone he yeah. he wanted that attention from naho and he needed it then to help push him because he's probably depressed and those phone calls from her at 5 a.m really helped him however my point is you can't expect that naho is going to keep making you lunches and you're dating someone exactly you can't get both things you can't get both things and he, i think he he has the realization of just like oh i can't keep being friends with you like we are now if i'm dating her and then it's yeah. kind of, he comes to his own realizations is that like he never should have dated Ueda because um, eventually they like Ueda bumps into um, Na- oh. Naho on purpose because Naho has really been struggling with like I want to talk to Kakoru I want to like I need because the letter is then telling her like you need to tell him how you really feel. Like, you need to tell yeah. him, like, what, why you said no. Or, like, you need to talk to him. Because, like, if you keep being distant, you stop talking to him, you won't ever talk to him again. So, yeah. Yep. Yeah. So, that happens. Ueda sees her. She, like, knocks her down really hard in the hallway. And then Kakuro turns Ooh, around. I hate, have I mentioned that I hate Ueda? I hate her, too. Yes. Please say it again. We hate her. <laughs> um, she is... Ueda then, like, throws a bitch fit because, like, Kakuro, you shouldn't be looking at other girls. And yeah. you... Or, no, no, no. And she's like, why are you asking her if she's okay? She bumped into me. Ugh. <sighs> it's like, obviously, this is, like, the catalyst that Kakuro has been waiting for to dump to break up with her. Mm-hmm. Um, so, eventually, him and Naho... He helps Naho up. Um, well, and then Naho's like, oh, I'm sorry. Why are you apologizing to the bully that knocked you down, Naho? Because you're too damn mm-hmm. polite and I'm tired of that trope. So then Naho runs away. And then eventually Naho and Kakuro, he he asks her if they can talk. And this is where he confesses to her about like, I shouldn't have ever dated her. And it's my, and like basically saying he's sorry. And he like, I think he says he sees her note. He saw her note. Yeah. And like, uh, help me out here what did they really talk about besides like him breaking up with her 
No, and so like they like go off into this thing where she's like, "Oh, do you know?" Because uh, she, so this is also the stupid thing because like she tries to convince Gakuro to stay with her. Well, if maybe if you give her more time, and it's like, no, Mm-mm. don't tell him that. That's like the worst thing, and she's just so polite to her own mm-hmm. fault of just like, girl, he don't want her. Yeah, and then and they keep and he and then but it's also like on Gakuru because she's like oh well who do you like and he's like it's a secret mm-hmm. and then walks away and mm. like really, really, really that shit that was terrible that like made me mad yeah. too I'm like here we go again with these tropes but, I mean that's yeah and, and that's pretty much like how they talk and it's like this moment of understanding between them and like at the same time they're not really doing anything not at all. It's like, I like you, and you know I like you, but we haven't told each other that we like each other. Yep. So and we're just going to keep saying secrets. Exactly. Like, well, who do you like? I don't know. It's a secret. And then run away. Uh, yep. Bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> You'll never guess who I like. Oh, my God. That laugh. Oh. <laughs> uh, okay. Uh, so then, eventually, he breaks up with her. That happens off scene, like off screen, and now they are in like the summer season. I'm guessing because they're at a pool and it's like yeah. a school festival. Um, it it feels kind of like it's like a summer festival for sure. Yeah, um, I can. T- I mean, I, it's a cultural festival. Yes, it's that's it's right. a cultural festival. So like every slice of life, every shoujo anime, yep. like they always have a cultural festival. Yep. Which again is another thing oh, I would like to even know. My hero, even my hero academia had a cultural festival, only it was a sports festival. So like, it's a trope. Oh, and then season Not a trope, but like it, it's probably like but a also real in like a reality. Three, oh, it's coming in season four. Oh, uh, mm-hmm. get ready for the. Okay, we can't get on this discussion because I love that anime. We can like make. My hero. <laughs> what did you say? I love it. I said my hero. <laughs> oh, I thought you said Bakugo. I'm like, what the hell? <laughs> Oh no, Bakugo is my child. I will protect him. And I will protect Deku. So That's fine. Okay. Just as long as we have an agreement. I like Bakugo too, but I like Deku. I'm not I do I will not justify my child's actions. However, <laughs> look at his reasoning behind it and how he has not been able to process his own emotions. I understand. I hear you. I'm up to date on all the <laughs> on all the manga. I understand what is wrong with Bakugo. And that he needs oh, help. My poor child. And he, be, he needs to go back to best genist to get some more help with that attitude. He does. Now, now we're gonna we're gonna, st- we're gonna stop here because we're gonna <laughs> we're gonna ravel. Okay. We're gonna go down there. But you know, My Hero Academia is going to be getting a live action. Also, God willing, From it's Lionsgate. We're not gonna talk about that now. Um, <laughs> sorry, but we're gonna save that for another special episode. Anyways. So at this point, they are like now friends again. They're all like socializing together, and they like you know, things are basically getting back to normal with the fan- friends group. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is where like Kakuro kind of hints at her. Is like, oh, I'd love to like see the fireworks tonight. And he, she hints at like, oh, I want to see them too. And they make an agreement to see the fireworks together on the rooftop at the, by the pool again. Mm-hmm. Another very romantic thing to do <laughs> so with so many things that could potentially go wrong so many so many things could go wrong i'm just like thinking like do y'all really get to run the schools this freely right I just, again 
when I was younger and from watching anime, like especially like school life, I always thought like I want to go and be an exchange student just so I can see how much of this is real. Not that I wanted to experience of it. I just want to know what was real and what wasn't real. Mm-hmm. Like I thought that would be the coolest thing is just to be exchanged. No way my parents would let me do that. But still, I just wanted to know what the hell was real and what wasn't. Yes. So yeah. Anyways, now we're back to them like making the agreement. Like, oh yeah, we'll totally like yeah, let's meet up here after whatever, and we'll watch the fireworks together, just you and me. Because he kind of hints at like I just want to watch it with you. Again, mm-hmm. another little hint that he likes her. So. She's like, it's a deal. So then they're at like the beauty pageant, and Ueda is crowned like the beauty of the school. Yeah, yeah. And everybody, like prettiest girl in school. Exactly. But then everyone's just like, oh, she's actually a bitch, so I don't like her. So like, and then mm-hmm. so she sees Ueda from the from the stage sees that Kakuru isn't even staring at her. He's looking at Naho. So, God, this girl has so many like got like she has so many issues. Very, you're very much like, jealous over underclassmen, right? You over two underclassmen, like you. And I think it's just the idea that she can't have what she wants. So yeah, that's fair. Exactly, like the idea of like oh someone else can't have what I want. So then she and her little crew of bad bitches, not in a good way, just like mean girls. They're the plastics. Yeah, the plastics, pretty much. With no redeeming qualities. None whatsoever. They force um, Naho to go and move some boxes, which again I don't understand why she did it. Why would you do it? Why did she do it? She's- I mean, and I guess, and I guess this goes back to like I, I, like I. I guess we would have to like understand like Japanese like upperclassmen culture and like how does it really happen? But yes, I guess that we is, find it hard to believe. Yes, again, that, that she or is she just that polite? Because then her friends, so then like uh, not hold to her yeah. polite and caring nature and nurturing nature, she does it. But then her friends see her like, what are you doing? You need to be somewhere more important right now. Because mm-hmm. they know that, like, about her and Kakuro making a deal to, like, watch the fireworks together. Because the fireworks have already started and Kakuro's on the roof by himself. Because mm-hmm. um, he possibly wouldn't understand, like, hey, dude, your ex made me move these boxes. It wasn't my fault. It wasn't that I didn't want to be here with you. It's because your ex is a bitch. Yeah. That wouldn't have that wouldn't have worked. But she just felt like, oh, no, he's going to hate me because I'm not there. <sighs> Anyways... Not your ex maybe move boxes that are as big as my body. Yeah. So they she goes and joins him on the rooftop and he is like super happy that she shows up and then at the last moment it looks like the fireworks are not over. Not the rooftop, via the pool. Via the pool that is open and you know that's not uh, dangerous at all. Yep. Um with unsupervised children all around. Because I don't know what would unsupervised children do in an empty school building. <laughs> I don't know. It's 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 uh it's slice of life anime. They won't be having sex. That's for sure. Okay, mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> anyway, uh, so yeah, they hold hands, and then the last big firework happens. Oh, I'm sorry, he holds her hand as the big firework is happening. Mm-hmm. And, like, it's a very sweet romantic moment, I would assume. Um, a moment... You would assume. I would assume. Um, I mean, a moment that you think somebody would be the perfect time to confess and tell them mm-hmm. how you feel. But, no, it was not that moment. So, yeah. So, let's see. Blah, 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 blah. I'm, like, reading at the Wikipedia now. Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. 
Oh my god, they skipped a lot. Never mind. Okay, we're just gonna keep going from memory. Yep. <laughs> all that matters. All that matters. I got between our two memories, we are gonna piece it all together. So yeah, all that happens, and like now you notice that they're kind of inching closer and closer together. Like he's trusting her more and more, and opening up to her more. So. <sighs> I'm gonna. I know this has probably happened at some point or another, but we're just gonna talk about it real quick. Um, at one point in chemistry class, they start for whatever reason talking about time travel, which I didn't understand because it's fucking chemistry. It is fucking chemistry. Why are you talking about time travel? Like physics, maybe. He's talking like, about. Lit- it- he's literally saying it's an anomaly. <sighs> I'm like, anomalies don't happen in chemistry. Why are you talking about time travel mm-hmm. anomalies? So then Hagita, being the smart friend of the group, with his glasses in his book the entire time I love him yes and that like the which again I know anime standards but like yeah he is gorgeous in the anime anime gorgeous live action mm-hmm. no mm-hmm. so I think they just tried to make him look more bookish in the live know, action but yeah but Higita but the whole <laughs> I enjoyed Higita for taking one for the team and just exp- like basically explaining the plot that's happening behind the major plot of like time travel and how these yeah. letters came to exist or oh, like yeah or, or at least breaking down like time travel shouldn't happen because if you change this then it could cause mm-hmm. huge changes it's like if you go back in time and kill your parent yeah. then you wouldn't exist and but you but if you killed your parent then you wouldn't exist so the you that killed your parent wouldn't exist mm-hmm. like but- i mean and i think and then this was like the this was actually really interesting for me so like they establish it not so much as like time travel like it's time travel but it's more like creating a parallel this exactly it's the parallel universes which is actually so fucking sad Mm -hmm. because you realize that all this is doing is just creating a parallel another world where Kakaru is still alive. Yes, we're the ones but who are saving him. The ones him. who sent it back will never see him. We'll never see like, him. Oh, and they I, have to live with the regret, and they ha- and uh-huh. they still don't know. Like they don't know yep. know if Kakaru made like was saved or not. They just have yep. to go off of faith. It hurts. And like, yeah, but then. I just like this was very helpful because I've been trying to I like I like Dragon Ball Super. I have a complicated relationship with Dragon Ball Z as a whole, but I love Dragon Ball <laughs> Super. And it's like someone's like I think like months back I was like I realized oh they're in a fucking parallel universe. <laughs> <laughs> and then it hit me I'm like so that's why all this shit is happening and why Goku didn't have like Super Saiyan God when he was fighting like you know like I, I just thought they were gonna like revisit or like stop up into like you know whatever saga happened in between i'm like oh no it's an actual <laughs> parallel universe and that's what made me more interested in dragon ball super that took me like three episodes to get into because i never paid attention and now i'm just like oh i like this i like the idea of like creating a parallel universe in the like i, I like it but it is kind of heartbreaking when you think about it yeah like not in- no 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 yeah, it's really nice, and it's a really nuanced way to do it mm-hmm. that I appreciate. And it's less um, messy. It's so yeah, so much less messy because yeah. in the future, we can talk about the future ki- kids now. Like, it's the year 2025 and what they're up to. Naho marries Sua, um, which I love them. Because Sua has been in love with her this entire the time. The entire time. And I am pretty much a person of, who thinks of, if you were in an anime in most cartoons... If you were in love with her first before the new person came along, dibs. Yes! Dibs. Dibs! 
Dibs rules. Dibs. You have all right to confess your feelings. And if that person feels the same way, great. If they don't feel the same way, you have to move on and let go. Yes. But, you know, things happen and feelings develop at a different rate. So who knows if Sua had confessed to her that he liked her before Kakuru came onto the scene, then maybe, yeah. or if Kakuru had been together. Like, we don't know. There's so many ifs and what's happened. Like, if Kakuru's mom had been alive and, you know, they, things just went about and, like, he dated Ueda and then eventually, you know, Naho and Sua still would have ended up together. We don't know. That That's a possible yeah. parallel universe. But in this instance, in the future, Sua blames himself for not saving Kakuru because mm-hmm. he and then like he's like super super like guilty like he's been guilty he's just like it's my fault and the only reason Naho married me was because Kakuro died and I'm just like that's yeah. that's really harsh man like you don't deserve that like I think he sees it that way but truthfully you were being a good friend and you comforted her and you can yeah and you confessed to her not knowing that Kakuro was what he was going through like the, yeah, the and like on self. the other thing too, because like the other thing is really, and you can't really blame him for it. Mm-hmm. He, I don't see he was selfish, but he was doing what he saw was best for himself because he didn't know it was happening. Like you said, mm-hmm. with Gakuru, yes, because like so Gakuru like confides in Sua, telling him that he, you know, he does like her mm-hmm. and all these things. But Sua, in the first version of himself, that like the future, mm-hmm. you know, quote unquote future kids are, um, refused to help the two. Yeah. And I mean, Um, you don't have to. Yeah, you don't. You don't have to. You don't. He did not have to. Especially when, yeah, especially when you're such a good guy, like, spite, like, oh. He's he's the glue that holds that friendship Mm -hmm. together. Um, All those friends together. So then. He really is. He really is. Um, So. But because he's a good guy, mm -hmm. he bears that guilt. Yes, he does. And, uh, damn, I don't want to skip too much because there's like a bunch. I know we're like, we're we're just now hitting an hour, but it's fine. Editing. Um... (laughs) So, yeah, all that happens, the fireworks and stuff. We talked about the future. So, yeah, Naho and Sue are married now. All their friends are gathering together because they wanted to pay a visit to Kakuro and, you know, fulfill a promise that they made to him for about mm-hmm. his birthday. So it is now revealed that they are attending a memorial for Kakuro, who died yep. 10 years ago. And they're visiting his, his home, his former home, where his, his grandmother's home um to you know pay their respects to him pay their respects to her and talk and like you remember him however suwa's very like straightforward she's like we have to know was it truly an accident like what happened um because from what they're told it's that it was an accident and that a a truck hit kakru on his bike whereas I think they said there's the driver or there was a witness who said that it looked like Kakuru had swerved purposely into traffic to be hit by the truck. So yeah. they were just like, it, it de- like we need to know. So then it's when the grandmother's like, oh, Kakuru is okay if I like tell them now. And, yeah, she, and she, she's like, it's, I think it's time that I let them know. Yeah. And she shares within the letter he left her. And it's like, if anything happens to me, like basically apologizing to her and like mm-hmm. saying it's not your fault and i just like man that's just again depression and suicide and mental health is a very serious thing um and it's at this point they realize that oh wow our friend took his life it's not that it was an yeah. accident that we and like again they felt guilty er because they realized we couldn't save him um yeah 
So, and it's such a good scene because they hold themselves together mm-hmm. when they're in there with his grandma, and then they're walking away, and then all of a sudden, just they breaks just down. Start crying. Yeah, just breaks down and, regret because they really cared about him. It wasn't just like some kid mm-hmm. they saw in class. It was like a, their friend. Yeah, and um, Naho doesn't cry mm-hmm. in that scene until she goes and she finds her old diary about about him. Exactly. Cause, and then she breaks down. Yeah. And it's, a re- it's really well done. It is really well done. Um, I mean, I think the biggest thing is that this Naho didn't have that close relationship with Kakuru. Yeah. So they were distant. Mm-hmm. Um, like she like they were friends but she didn't see him any different than like her other friends like yeah. at the and i guess let's just say universe a he starts dating ueda he starts being busier but he, they're still friends she yeah she lets him drift off yeah like she pushes her feelings aside because she always puts people before her exactly um but they don't get to the level that they are in universe B. Yes, exactly. So universe B, their relationship has changed and her role has changed in his life and she's just more involved and more, she's there for him more and they have a closer relationship than, mm-hmm. you know, they had bef- in the universe A. Yeah. So now we're... B- and then... Oh, sorry, go ahead. Oh, go ahead. No, go ahead. No, you go ahead. I was just going to go back to the synopsis. What were you saying? Yeah, no, I was going to go... And the cool thing that you find out here... Um, after these moments is you find out that actually everybody or I, I, the, the specifically Suwa has been receiving letters. Yes. Like the guilt that he feels, mm-hmm. um, all of them have agreed to write letters back to themselves to affect change. Yes. And oh. for different and, and not all Kakaru, but at least in the anime, but like majority Kakaru. And Suwa mm-hmm. makes it his goal to put himself aside mm-hmm. and put Gakaru and Naho first. Yes. Um, I will say real quick though, in the movie they switched it where it's like it's only Suwa and Naho who get letters. Yes. The other three yeah. didn't get letters. And I don't think they specified or they didn't have the discussions like, hey guys, let's try to say they didn't have the scene like they did in the anime where they're yeah. like, let's all write letters to ourselves so we can all help Kakaru. Yep. So we can like where it's like they switched it up and instead of it being revealed that all of them got letters, it's that the other three friends have yeah. to believe Suwa and Nahu. And exactly. they have to, like, trust in them and their letters to help Kakoro. Yeah. Um, Which, and I think this is why I don't have, I think this is why you lose some of, like, the emotion from the yeah. anime. Because in the anime, you learn that, like, they get extra letters to, like, put them together with each other. Mm-hmm. And, you know, encourage them to, you know, stand up to Ueda. Mm-hmm. And, like, and they all have been working secretly by themselves towards this common yeah. goal of saving like, Nahos And friends. it means so much much more yeah and Naho's friends are just there every time she seems like are you sure there's not something you want to tell us they're yep. just because their their future selves are just telling her like just be there for her you just yep. let her come to you just be there for her and I think that's really awesome because like they knew what she was doing from the very beginning or at least like a day or two after she got her letter yep and that yep. they were just being there for her whenever she yeah. needed like that's why they helped and took those boxes from her and that's why they that's why i can't remember her name but she was the cool friend with the long hair how she stood up to ada for her they called her yep. a tomboy but i was just like no she's a badass exactly 
she's just not gonna take any shit exactly okay so sorry back in 2005 so now we're back in universe b naho and kakuru pay a visit to the shrine during the bond festival where through naho's insistence kakuru tearfully reveals about his mother's suicide on the day of the school entrance ceremony which he did not attend because of the conflict he had with his mother several days afterward Hiroto goes to Nao's house to tell her that he has also received letters from his 2025 self. So that's where we're at yeah. right now. Yes. Um, who directs him to do as Nahos does. He states that through the, though they cannot undo what happened in their sender selves, so in their future selves, uh, future, they can create a new parallel universe. So again, this is everything we just talked about. Yep. Um, to achieve the goal of saving Kakuro. Um, so then this is where they like recruit the other friends to come together to help stop Kakuru from taking his life. Um, you yep. know, and then this starts off with them talking about like, well, let's celebrate Kakuru's 17th birthday. Um, and they all like ask him like, well, what do you want for your birthday? You know, like they're really trying to like get Kakuru to be excited about life. Um, yes. and look forward and to And give things. him a reason. Yeah. Yeah, give him a reason for life. Exactly, like being there for him, like, you know, showing that they're really, truly his friends because in the anime, and it was also hinted, this is a thing that was going to happen. He had been planning to go meet with some friends from Tokyo. Oh, the in the anime, mm-hmm. that's completely soul-crushing. It is soul-crushing. And it's like, in the, in the live action, it doesn't happen because... Um, Naho persuades him to come do something else instead of going to yep. see his friends because she knows something bad was going to happen if he did, like did, went to go see his friends so he doesn't go mm-hmm. so then Kakuro in the anime goes and he goes these are his friends from Tokyo that he grew up with and he tells them like this is where he actually breaks down and tells them like actually I'm not doing so well I'm sad all the time. Uh-huh. Um, my mother took her life, and I don't think I want to be here anymore. Like he's confessing, and, and like this is him yeah. opening up to, to who he thought were like his good friends, and telling them that like his longtime friends, longtime friends that I want to kill myself, and that is like you know again they're high schoolers, and they're like, "What are you talking about? You're joking, right?" Ha ha ha! I'm like, "Oh my really? god, this is just like." so crushing so like i get i think it's kind of played out differently in the live action but like you know you see kakuro come into his room after the visit and he has a towel around mm-hmm. his neck and he looks at the towel yep. and then you see, you find out that kakuro wasn't at school for another week and it's because in the anime kakuro tried oh. to hang himself with the towel yep and it's like it just he felt alone again because in universe a this would have been when he's still with Ueda he's distant he's not as close with his other friends yeah he doesn't have anybody with with him exactly and that like spirals him into like wanting to commit suicide so he Kakuru has tried to commit suicide more than once like again so this is something he's hiding from people and like all this pain while all this is going on so yep while like now we're back to like them willing to celebrate his birthday so in universe b he didn't meet up his friends and he didn't try to attempt to suicide with the towel the first time so 
yeah. you're getting excited about his birthday he asked everyone asked him like well what do you want the i think chino and hiroto asked him like well what do you want soccer tickets we'll get you soccer tickets they got him soccer tickets yeah he hagita asked him like you like that manga you read right and of mine that you read right he's like yeah i liked it but you guys don't have to give me a gift and he's like oh no it's not a gift and he, but he hagita gets sent for him and then comes sua the best friend ever who asked him what do you want He's, oh my god and this is just so fucking sad because he go he's like i don't know what i want um and he's just like well what would you like what would you like to have on that day he's like i want flowers and because i would just give them to naho so sua goes and gets these flowers gives them to <sighs> gives them to kakuro and so kakuro can give them to naho yep and uh, again in the anime in universe a they bring all these gifts to Kakuro's room, as you know, as presents mm-hmm. and for remembering him. And he, <sighs> Suha, picks up the flowers off the desk and hands them right back to Naho. And, to Naho. and, and she's like, why? whoa, why? Well, and he's just like, because he was in love with you. And that's when she really breaks down. <laughs> yeah. Uh, just like, she, she's like, she had, Universe A Naho had no idea. Yeah. That he was and in love with honestly, her. So, like, honestly, like, I thought that in the anime it was so, like, gut punch. Yep. And I was in the movie. I just, like, that actress, like, it felt too forced. Mm-hmm. The crime. Yep. Like, I don't know what it was. Like, it just didn't seem, like, real. Yeah. And I was just like, oh, crap. Yeah, it it felt very forced, but I mean, I don't know. It was still a good scene. Very good. Like, it was it was definitely still a good scene, but it was one of those things where, like, it just wasn't the anime. Yeah, and I think that's, again, anime to live action is always so hard to depict. Even emotions, yeah. which you think would be easier with humans, but it's not. Um, so, yeah, that happened. So, then next, like, you know, but in, the, in Universe B... Kakuro successfully confesses to Naho and saying like you don't have you don't have to answer me um but I hope you one day realize my feelings like very offhandedly like confessing but not confessing about his feelings to her and she just kind of like nods because she's like in shock I guess everyone's left the room by now so it's cute whatever and she also just nods for everything uh, for everything so then next <laughs> now we're like all five signed up to back Kakuro up for an upcoming relay race where he serves as the anchor because in universe A Kakuro falls and hurts his ankle and he blames himself because Kakuro at this point is very emotional and is like really blaming and if the slightest thing goes wrong he blames himself and he spirals mm-hmm. into depression and like it's my fault just like it's my fault that my mom died like it, it is the smallest thing that can trigger him so yep. before the race Kakuro's looking like um where is it oh yeah before the race um Kakuro reveals the truth about his mother to the uh, to his friends which again very yeah, to all of them to all of them at once because like and again they've been really like keeping an eye on him all day like this is like the parents are all coming so he's very yeah. emotional and he even lies to them and says like my mom's at work um and then like Sua had arranged for his dad to go and pick up Kakuro's grandmother so that he would have someone there for him like again Sua is the fucking best friend ever he is he is the MVP the MVP Ever. the bestest friend ever i mean of all anime um so sua like all this is arranged to help kakuro out on this day because they know it's going to be a very trying day for him 
So then, like, they're carrying something over and they're, like, kind of hinting. It's, like, very subjective, like, you know, like, oh, you don't have to do it on your own. You know, we're all here for you. Like, they're all, like, hinting at, like, yeah. we know, you know we're here for you. Like, you can just tell us if something's heavy on you. And, like, eventually he confesses you don't have you don't have to carry the weight yourself exactly you can share it with us exactly and the burden's lighter and mm-hmm. it, it like oh uh, like uh, yeah, it's great this is lines. Just, i mean we'll talk it's such great lines mm-hmm. but it again the anime like uh yeah we'll talk about it later yeah. but like yeah so then with their like with this support now he feels like again from the support he probably wouldn't have gotten from his t- friends from tokyo he realizes that he can trust them and he can be open yep. with them and he confesses to what he like not confesses but like he shares the truth so like now he feel like he's regained some spirit and ends up they end up winning the race because like the race scene is really cute like they all are passing along a message mm-hmm. about like save the future i don't know i, I can't re- quote it but it's like a very powerful message but i'm like at the same time like how the hell did all of you remember that whole entire message and like uh-huh. while running but you know it's a, it is a it's the gesture like they're being encouraging to him um and he wins so mm-hmm. after the race um as a reward of his success in the relay kakuro kisses naho on the cheek so cute yeah uh, it's adorable yeah it's fine it's adorable a kiss on the lips would have been better yeah this is true <laughs> but anime yes i know <laughs> but um so yeah a few weeks later have passed um before the Oh, it's, a, it's several weeks before the new year the time when like Kakuro would commit his suicide according to this uh, Naho's future self future self so like again yeah. they're being very watchful of Kakuro um, they're hoping that things have like you know changed the future slightly so that he, mm-hmm. he doesn't try to commit suicide but so they agree to go to a shrine visit and like all the friends are going to go so, Suha says like he'll stay behind um, wasn't feeling well he made up an excuse because he didn't want to be there because his future self said like don't go don't go yeah because this is the day that like he was there to console naho naho and this is what leads to them getting married in the future yes and then so because sua like the mvp and perfect cinnamon bun that he mm -hmm. is was like i will give up my happy marriage and child because i love gakaru so much and want to save him yep and he knows and he loves naho so much because she he Uh knows that she loved him too so, granted, thank God this is a parallel because I did not want them to give up that future. Oh, I did not they, either. I, and, I, and I hope that Suwa and that Naho find peace of knowing that, like, it's not their faults and their marriage isn't a mistake and, it, like, they would have fallen in love no matter what. Um, yep, because, yeah. Oh, I don't I don't remember if she says it in the movie. I know in the anime she says, mm-hmm. like, explicitly, like, I would have married you even if Kakuru was still alive. Yeah, because, again, in that universe, Kakuru had, Kakuru's mother not killed himself. Kakuru probably would have dated Ueda, and Naho and Sua would have ended up together anyways. Yep. Cool. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, Naho then, like... Naho gets into a conflict with Kakuro about his grandmother's health. Now, this isn't Naho being a jerk. This is literally Kakuro is just like saying, you know what? I actually would like to go home. My grandmother's not doing that doing that well. Um, I'm sorry, but if it's okay with you, I'm just gonna go home. And then like yeah. but to Naho's point, her future self is saying, like, whatever you do, don't get into an argument uh with Kakuro and like kind of reassure him that like be there for him. Now yeah. Naho And and then she oof. also knows that the grandma is okay yeah. because she said we went to go talk to his grandmother. Yes, this is where you fuck her future up. Future self says that. This is where mm-hmm. this is where her past self 
fucked up because your future self didn't tell you to say shit about his grandma. Yeah. You you took information about the future that you that you didn't need to know because your past self wouldn't know because Kakuro doesn't know that his grandmother is okay in the future because now he thinks you're just like being flippant with what you're saying about you know like oh no everything's gonna be okay he's like how do you know everything's going to be okay keep in mind yeah. the boy's mother died like three months ago from yeah, soon. last time he thought it would be okay he exactly so he's really reeling right now because the last person who's on this earth that is his family that claims him as his family because his dad ain't shit is his grandmother and he's panicking because like i'll be all alone if she dies mm-hmm. and like he's taking what while Naho was trying to be comforting she's like saying I know your grandmother's gonna be okay just stay with us it'll be fine Naho should have stopped right then and there because yep they could have salvaged but, it but oh no the one time the girl decides to talk <laughs> on this damn show one, or this movie get her voice Ugh. the one time she decides to have a voice it results in Kakuro like basically bursting and like in rage and like granted he's taking his emotions out on her because he's stressed and he's worried about his grandma and like he's reeling and spiraling so yeah this is when the two become distant so then a day before december 31st though naho confesses her feelings to kakuro where in the letter reveals his plans for suicide at home kakuro finds a pre-recorded video of his mother and learns that she committed suicide because she did not want to burden him any further and that she wished that he would find happiness elsewhere. So then on New Year's Eve... Yeah. This was honestly the best done scene in the entire movie, in my opinion, because of how well the actor who played Gakaru acted it. Like, holy crap. I believed it. I believed every single piece of it. Mm Mm-hmm. It's good. So, on New Year's Eve... Um, oh, so, you know what? We'll talk about it in the, in the thing. I'm just going to finish the synopsis. So, on New Year's yes. Eve, realizing that Kakaru does not come on time, the five friends frantically search for him through the streets. Um, they finally find him almost getting hit by a truck, being saved at the last second by the thoughts of his friends. So, mm-hmm. this is everything they did didn't go to waste it's like he realizes like and again we can't speak for the people who have committed suicide but i mean i know like from research people say that like it's hard for people to commit suicide like people don't do it lightly because they think about what they're leaving behind and like most people it's not it's not something people just do like when people say shit like oh they attempted suicide for attention i'm like you know what no suicide is not an easy thing it is not something anybody would want it's not something somebody wants to do for attention you don't go into it lightly you You don't don't. like there is i mean like and just getting like real real for a second Mm -hmm. like i've i've attempted it once in my life Mm -hmm. and it's it everything and which is why i love this anime so much Mm -hmm. and it hit me on like a personal level not only because of my personal experiences but also because in the 11th grade i lost my best friend wow um she committed suicide and i had all these same feelings and when i watched this this show and and you know and it's why i was kind of let down by the movie a little Mm -hmm. bit there were so many pieces of it where i was like i would have written myself that Mm mm-hmm 
because I didn't answer the phone that night. Yeah. And like, I can list 10 different regrets and things. And like, they do so well at showing like in this moment when he has to decide to turn his bike or keep going and get hit, mm-hmm. he's, he's flooded with all the tethers that are tying him down, mm-hmm. like keeping him from floating away. And that's what every action is. Like everybody who has invested something in him. And this isn't to say that like everybody will weigh those the same way. That's um, true. Or there are simple fixes. Um, and it doesn't mean that if you lose somebody to suicide, that, it's because you didn't do enough. That's never the case, Mm -mm. but it's just like they, you know, they, that this did a really good job of just showcasing like the thoughts that you have and the ideas Mm -hmm. that go through your, your mind when, when that's what you're doing. Agreed. And thanks for sharing that. Cause I mean, I know it's not, again, it's not something to, like we said, it's not, no one goes into it lightly. No one like yeah. goes into it like, oh, I'm going to attempt it for attention. Like as most people think, like people want to say or like mm-hmm. assume. And it's because people don't, it makes people uncomfortable mm-hmm. and they don't want to talk about exactly. it or acknowledge it. Um, but yeah. Yeah. Thanks for sharing. Um, I'm just trying to remember the place. Oh, so then they find him. And like we said, like the thoughts of his friends. Are you okay? Mm-hmm. Oh, uh, I'm fine. Okay. I'm I will fine. fly no, to I'm Austin just, and give you a damn hug. Yeah, no, no, I'm fine. I'm just thinking of like just all these things, like and the reasons why I loved this anime mm-hmm. so much. Um, and I just, I'm just really happy that you like said that the way you did because a lot of people do treat it like it's something light, and it's yeah. I feel you. Um, yeah, but no. Um, so then he finally almost gets he finally they finally find him he almost gets hit by the truck but he's saved because the last second he thinks of his friends and then Naho is like in most of those memories so he then like makes the decision that he wants to live that he doesn't want to die and then like they all rush to him and like everyone's like yelling at him mainly Sua's yelling at him like what is wrong with you I'd never forgive you if you killed yourself and like no like everyone's freaking out and not freaking out in a bad way but just like trying to make sure he's okay and this is like again this actor's ability to really get across these emotions of just how much turmoil Kakuro was in and how when he says like I don't want to die, like yeah. that is just really powerful of just like confessing to yeah. everyone is just like I don't want to die. I'm just like yeah. I feel like so that realization. He just wanted to go to his mom. He just wanted to talk to his yeah. mom and say he was sorry because he, he at uh, at one point he imagines if he had changed his attitude towards his mom. Like, when she was at one of her low yeah. points. And then, like, imagines, like, how that could have changed everything. So, he yeah. he just feels like he's compelled. Like, I just want to go and talk to her and tell her I'm sorry. And it's, like, it's one of those, like, very tragic things that he doesn't get to do that. Um, and that's, like, what... But then he's, like, no, I, I can't do it because I want to be mm-hmm. here with you. Um, exactly. So now the film closes with the 2025 Naho, Hiroto, Chino, Hagita, and Azu watching the sunset from a hill nearby. While in the parallel 2015, the same event happens except the Kakuro is with them and Kakuro and Naho are together. Naho. Yep. So, oh, one more thing. They made a time capsule. And this was yes. also heartbreaking because before they go and visit Kakuro's grave, um, 
Uh. He had in his letter in the time capsule. He didn't write about a letter to himself like they all agreed to. Yeah. He wrote, he wrote a letter to them. to them, asking them how everyone is, how are things going, and all this other stuff. So, again, it's very meaningful that he then, like, made it to, like, that the parallel universe B, yeah. it, like, they're all together. Yep. And that is where we end. That was a long synopsis. I didn't realize how long that was. That was a really long synopsis, which, like, this movie is two hours long. Yes. Um, it's a lot of plot and a lot of story. And if we go into, like, critiquing or whatever, I actually think... I don't... It it hurts me, because this is, like I said, this is, like, a very potent anime with a very well-written story and looking at these issues of, you know, depression and suicide and all these things. But, like... The anime, which is, like, 12, 13 episodes, like, I was never bored. Mm-hmm. And then in the movie, I was just like, this just, why, why am I bored? I love this story. Why do I feel like I'm bored? And I don't know why I felt that way. I, not gonna lie, there are parts where I just, like, skipped 15 seconds ahead. Yeah. Just because I was like, I know how this is gonna go. I know what's gonna happen. Mm-hmm. And the anime is, like, pretty much like with the exception of some of the changes that we noted like it's pretty shot for shot like a lot of it happens like almost exactly and i guess it's because it came after mm-hmm. um with like some major like with you know with some big changes specifically the friends and stuff like that but um like i felt like it was too much of the same thing <laughs> yeah i would have to agree there um and like also, the end scene is just so much better in the anime, in my opinion. Yeah, because, I mean, we get the full picture of, like, where things went and how they played mm-hmm. out um, all together, like, with every friend. Yeah, and even, but, like, also just, like, even on the, um, when he's going to get hit by the truck. Mm-hmm. Because in the anime, in, in the movie, he you can see him turn his bike, so you know that he turned it. Mm-hmm. Whereas in the anime... It just looks like he got hit. It looked like he 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 was gonna snap out of it, and then he got hit. That's what it looks like. And I yelled out, and I was crying. And Matt jumped jumped into the room. Was like, "Oh my god, what's happening? Are you okay?" Aww. I was like, "Kakuru," <laughs> and then he was okay. But like, it was very dramatic for me. I mean, yes, because like in the anime, I don't know why I cried harder at like because yeah. in the anime you actually see Kakuru died. Like he, yeah. you saw it. It was played out where he actually mm-hmm. died whereas like in the live action you like you never see him uh, you see him attempt with the car but yeah. like I just feel like it was more I don't know it it got me in the gut more with the anime yeah mm-hmm. and I think it's also because like it's the anime was it was a lot I don't want to say more adult but it was just a lot darker not, not darker it was heavier Mm-hmm. And see, here's something I've been trying to figure out when it comes to anime, like when dark subjects are dealt with anime and live action. Is it that because it's animated that we feel like it's heavier? Like because they're because de- the animated characters are dealing with the heavy subjects that we then feel like it is sadder. Yeah, like you know what I'm saying. That's a good yeah. That that's a good question. I don't know. It's like if imagine if like Mickey Mouse was dealing with, like, a serious subject, like, matter like this. Yeah. 
because it's like it's, yeah. it's the juxtaposition of like oh it's a nice little anime girl who's like you know dealing with this ser- super serious thing yeah. is it like do we have more sympathy because this thing looks more you know looks like us looks like a human but you know yeah. like it's detached but not completely exactly like it is like Rick and Morty Rick and Morty yeah. does like a bunch of shit like I or, oh, or BoJack yeah. Horseman because uh, I know you like uh-huh. Bojack Horseman like it's stuff like that yep. Bojack Horseman does with depression and all that stuff so it's kind of like yep. that stuff began me in the gut I was just like oh Bojack's mom had a lobotomy because she couldn't deal with the fact that her son died oh no Bojack's grandmother had a lobo- yep. was lobotomized by Bojack's grandfather because she couldn't deal with the grief of her son dying in a war mm-hmm. and then that explains why Bojack's mom is the way she is and that's why Bojack is the way he is. And you'll find that all from like when Bojack is like staying at their family's summer home to fix it up. Oh, oh God, Bojack. Sorry, I know. Like, I, Bojack hurts. I didn't even. So much. Yeah, it hurts. But again, like, you feel that. It hits it. It's real. Yeah, and again, to my theory, I think we hit, we feel it harder with animated things than we do with like, yeah. pe- like, of course, like, if I saw yeah, that with people. I, I think you're right. Because I, I think it's kind of like when we watch it animated we can kind of put like a wall between us and it Mm -hmm. because it's different and so we'll let ourselves feel it more whereas it's people we because like even with like the naho like not talking and stuff like in the live action it bothered me Mm. a whole lot more than it did in the animation and you know what i wonder if it's because again we as humans know that's not how you would act yeah. Or it's like we as that's not how we as humans in the real world world would act in these mm-hmm. situations. So we have less of a of an excuse for like the actors or like the live action characters than we do for an animated an anime character. If that makes sense. Yeah. I think I made sense. Yeah. No, that that made sense. Cool. Yay. I feel smart. Yeah. <laughs> um so yeah. I'm bringing those deep questions. I, I try. I try to bring something to the table with this show. Um so yeah, we haven't done this in a while, so I'm trying to remember where we go from here. Oh yeah. What yeah. say something nice. What did we like? Okay, so I liked Kakadu. Uh, yeah. I loved, loved, loved Kakadu. I loved the actor. Mm-hmm. I loved the way he had his emotional scenes. I think it, he was just perfectly played. Um, and I mean, the story and the concept, I love the majority of all of it. Mm. But, and I'll get to my next piece when we get to that piece. I like <laughs> that the actors, I don't know if they were teenagers at the time. But if they were, that's great. But I just liked how the actors seemed like teenagers. Like, I don't know. No, that makes sense. That makes sense. Like, watch, I just watched, like, the Chilling Adventures of Sabrina. Yeah, those are all, like, (laughs) 30-year-olds. They're at least gotta be 25 and up. Or, like, um, I'm trying to think, like, Pretty Little Liars. Like, that yeah like i or riverdale like as much as riverdale is my like you know my dark pleasure it's also like something i can't always get into because i get tired of how they act (laughs) whereas like this one is like this is how teenagers would probably accurately act it's like watching like how much i loved all the boys i ever loved oh yeah no that's yeah i think you're right i i can appreciate that yeah because it's like they actually came off as teenagers and not you know like 
adults playing teenagers i mean I, again i don't know how old they were when they made this it just it was better than like what pretty little liars and what riverdale does with teenage yeah. teenage characters um yeah i i could i could take that yeah I, I can agree with that i see that yeah and then like of course kakaro um that those are the things i liked <laughs> like the actress performance was spot on um yeah there's not much else so so on to what we didn't like yeah. i didn't like the casting i know that it's because of anime expectations but the hair colors threw me off <laughs> and just some of the voices yeah. and it was it was hard it was hard for me i mean you're not wrong i agree it's definitely sometimes i'm not even that big of a stickler when it comes to hair when it comes when it comes to like yeah. live action i mean like i was cool with rukia rocking a ponytail and bleach yeah um but it's kind of like why can't but if like the hair being like is a big piece of because they make fun of what's his face's hair too mm-hmm. like so, uh Sua's. yeah because it's so he's bright a ginger. Mm-hmm. it's so bright orange yeah and it's not like he dies it it's just like it's <sighs> that way yeah um, and bleach proved that you could do mm-hmm. that it did <laughs> um no that's definitely something like i mean i, I don't know maybe it's just like they're trying to be more accurate they're like oh there's not that many like yeah yeah i mean it makes sense i mean i don't it, it definitely makes sense if we're talking about other hair types i honestly don't nothing don't know nothing outside of black hair so i don't know if like <laughs> people of asian descent i would assume it, they can have different colored hair like of course like we've seen like in some characters but i don't want to go off of anime solely alone however i would also assume that maybe the characters dye their hair so like i i just feel like the the casting could have just been like it, it wouldn't have been a big deal if they just casted her and like made her hair that color yeah like i just i feel like maybe it's just like maybe it's budget like or maybe they just mm-hmm. or maybe the actress had an agreement like she didn't want to dye her hair yeah um, but like all of them though yeah oh yeah for all of them it's kind of like all of them though <laughs> don't have yeah I mean like I get it it's not a big deal and, I, and like I mean it just it just bothered me and I think it's just because I love the anime so mm-hmm. much um, that that's why it bothered me but again the anime came after and if it came off the manga mm-hmm. the manga the manga is like black and white mm-hmm. but like and I guess it's more real, right? Like it's yeah. it's more of like real slice of life and like really people you could see, even oh, though it has time shoot. travel. Can we go back to but what it, we like? What we liked, real quick. Yes, yes, yes. Okay, sorry. Because you, after you said that about it being real, I liked that while this is considered a fantasy, they kept it pretty grounded. Like yes. it, they did not. <sighs> they didn't do crazy time time travel explanations. Exactly. They didn't have to do all that. I was I, I can get I can I can be fine with the chemistry class explaining time anomalies and like parallel universes because that should have been a physics class, should have been a physics but class. I'll let it slide I'll let it slide <laughs> but it's like I think that's where this movie benefited from is that the anime and I would assume the manga I mean a manga you can be as like supernatural fantastical as you want to because it's a manga but like mm-hmm. the this adaptation that's where it benefited from not having to explore like super fantasticalism like you didn't have to yeah yeah like it's really like it's there and it exists Mm -hmm. and that's it it. like it doesn't go into like these big things and they're not meeting each other they didn't have to be like oh the letters jump through time 
Like, yeah. that's from like another. They just show up and that's it. Yeah, that's, they and showed up and that's it. We don't have, need to know how exactly. Yeah. We just need to know that it happened and that's it and we're moving yep. forward. So yeah, I, I can, I appreciated that. Yep. Um, so yeah. Okay. So sorry about you, what you were saying, but yeah, no expectations of anime and casting for sure. Yeah. Yeah. And like, and I, and I get it. Mm-hmm. I just don't like it. I get that's it. That's what I didn't like. <laughs> no, I mean, yeah, that, that's my note. <laughs> mm. But yeah. But I also just in love with Sua so much He's... in the anime that I was just like, <sighs> you don't, you don't, you're not, you're not Sua. A giant. I'm sorry, Sua. I mean, Sua. don't we all want a giant man? Yeah. Who has? <laughs> sorry, Matt. If you ever listen to this, I don't think you do. But like, I'm single. Um. <laughs> I can say it. Like, I, I, I'll share it. I'll put it out here. If you guys know any giant men who are single, like to be fit, like I like to work out. I want a workout buddy hit me up like send me a picture because i don't do blind dates but um for real you may want to specify what kind of picture though because i mean i'm not i mean you may get some unsolicited pictures right um let them let them have clothes on please um uh thank you very much my dms are open um but no as as i have been loudly parading please please see please see reference picture of sua or or you know creed 2 came out i have been professing my love for drago jr aka montenew i'm probably butchered his last name but my god when i he can butcher me I'm sorry. Man, I likes <laughs> me a big old giant mountain of a man. Like, yep. uh, I just... Climb that tree. Yeah. When people say like, but you're 5'4", bitch, I can climb. <laughs> <laughs> he oh, is gosh. everything. And now this is a thirst podcast. This has become a thirst podcast because I'm just like sitting here thinking about I mean, I feel like him. that happens every other episode. Yeah, it was, he has nothing to do with this movie at all. <laughs> but yeah. oh my god y'all just go do yourselves a favor and look at that man because when i say i like me a giant mountain of a man that is what i'm talking about <laughs> my little five four short ass <laughs> so nisha take a cold shower no i'm gonna do before you go I'm to bed stretches i'm gonna do stretches <laughs> oh. Oh, i'm gonna stop now okay oh, i'm exposing myself on twitter not twitter on this show damn I'm tired. And the internet will forever remember this. Now I'm going to edit it. Do, 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 do. Okay. But to wrap this up. So, yeah. Um, things we didn't like. Oh, I just, the biggest plot hole. Read the whole damn letter at once. Yes! And send the letter back five days in advance. Yeah. Fair. That is... It's time travel. Why did you guys say, oh, it has to definitely happen on the 20th? (sighs) Granted, we don't know what day those letters showed up in the past. We just know they showed up. Because in the anime, they just dropped them in some water. And they hoped for the best. And they put a note in there for, like, whoever picks these up, please mail them off by this date. So, like, there's a lot of faith going on there. But... Why didn't you read the entire Naho? This is specifically to Naho. Why didn't you read the letter in entirety? At, like, right then and there. Or yep. 
maybe hey you know what they're not like future self write back to Naho and say like look they're not going to believe you show them this letter here's all the details I know about this boy and then tell him that he needs to go home to his mother or he's going to regret it mm-hmm. and I feel like you know that would have been like cut the movie in half but again that there would have been no story but just if you had the intention of wanting to save Kakaru's mother I think she would should have written that more clearer because yeah. I don't think they thought about like saving Kakuro's mother as the priority. Yeah, because as she can don't slowly like like they wrote these things at at one time with all this information. Don't like slowly mm-hmm. build up to it. Just just yeah, you know yeah. Because put it, you, put it there. Then like like she writes out everything and like in great detail. But then I'm just like, if the priority was to save his mother from killing herself, wouldn't you think that would be more important to tell her? Then, mm-hmm. then, then say put that on the second page or the third page, because it's not even included. Like she lets Kakuro tell her that. So I, I just, I kind of, I'm judging future universe A, Naho, and Sua. Like, why didn't y'all tell y'all selves sooner? This goes for the anime and the in the live action. Yes, you could have told each other so- sooner that like, hey, if you invite Kakuro out, his mother's gonna kill himself to kill herself today. Yeah. Like, you guys should help Kakuro mend his relationship with his mom or become friends yeah. with him and be supportive, but also help him mend his relationship with his mother. Mm-hmm. Okay. And I'm done ranting. No, I feel you. I feel you. Mm. I co sign all of Thank that. Thank you. Okay. That was just, that was, <laughs> that was really my biggest thing. I mean, obviously, pacing. At this point, I've gotten past the point of like pacing when it comes to like episodes being ad- adapted to a live action movie because I'm just, I give up. Yeah. 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 yeah I just accept it. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So now we talked about what we liked, what we didn't like. And now. Did they have to? Yes. Did they have In to? In our rating. Did they have to, Kate? Oh, so this is hard. <laughs> if the anime had come first. No. Okay. But the anime didn't come first. So I can only assume that the anime was made because of the movie. Yes. In which case, I have to say they had to because this is one of my favorite animes of the genre. This is kind of like a time travel question. If the if the uh, movie didn't happen, then there would be no anime. So I'm also yeah, going to say yeah, yes. Yeah. yeah. They had to. Yeah. Also, it is a very important message. I think there's like it really is like building connections, reaching out to someone, even if they feel like they're okay, if they seem like they're fine on the outside, but still pushing yeah. to make that connection to them and being yeah. a friend for that person, even when you don't know how to, can make all the difference in someone's life. Yeah. So I I I think that's an important message, and like we said, suicide is like a very serious thing everywhere but like in japan it is like very 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 serious like the statistics are very bad yeah no entirely um entirely um so i would actually rate this probably probably like three drinks for me just because it's really slow so i would probably go get up and fix a drink a few times and come back and hope stuff picked up i had a hot toddy while i drank this let me watch this. <laughs> Ooh, that sounds so good. Yeah, I was sick-ish. I was finishing up a code, so I made about two of those during this. Mm-hmm. But I would also say it's a three, just because of the times I had to skip ahead. I just couldn't deal with the yeah. kid with the kitty crap 
at a certain point. I was, <laughs> I'm tired of her, of him hinting at liking her. I'm tired of her not getting it. Even in the anime, when he would kept on holding out her hand for him to hold, or she, oh yeah, I was just like, girl, you're looking at his hand like it's a strange thing. Grab his hand. He wants you to hold his hand, but at the same time, he's being a gentleman. But then it's like he feels rejected because she's not holding his hand. And I just feel like... Honestly, I don't blame Kakuru at any of this stuff other than like the Ueda stuff and the racer yeah. thing. Like the other stuff, I kind of really would just blame her. I, yeah, I will. Because even like the whole grandma being sick line and everything, she should have just shut up and been mm-hmm. understanding. Or like, hey, I will pray for your grandma. Or I, I don't know, something supportive something like i'm yeah. so sorry to hear that would you like me to come visit and help something supportive that isn't dismissive right? which again you know what that's what her future self should have said hey what if all of us came over and helped cook dinner for you and your grandma yeah it would have like mm. why why am i not getting paid yeah why am i not getting paid but you know plots you're missing your true calling i, I am finding plot holes in anime and writing a new plot <laughs> to make it better um, yep. no but it's perfect as it is i mean the movie has its faults but yeah I'd, it's a three yeah um okay solid solid we did it we switched things up after attack on titan because we were in need mm-hmm. of you know getting in touch with our emotions and now we can shove those yep. bitches back down and yep and pile a whole bunch of gory things on top yes yes because i'm <laughs> on the hunt for tokyo ghoul or will we switch it? Yes. Will we switch it up and watch Lupin the Third, the live action? Ooh. Because I'm trying to find it. Will we find a way to watch it together and live tweet it? Will we actually <laughs> give them our Twitter handles where they can follow? Oh my us? god! Yeah, we should do that first. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it! That was good though. That was good though. You were I was on, on it. it. It's fine. <laughs> um, yeah. So you can find me at l a underscore n e y underscore s h a tweeting about anime and thirsting after Florian Montanu, aka Big Nasty. That is his nickname on fucking Instagram and Twitter. <gasps> I love Damn it. Damn it. I'm just... I love it so God. much. Damn it. Okay, Kate, go. I'm going to take a cold shower. I have a husband. <laughs> um, so... <laughs> I, I have don't. to put that back in. Have to put that back I in. I don't. Got to... No, you know. Yeah. I live. I will live through you. Find that tall man. Mm-hmm. Um, I do love my husband, though, guys. Um, but <laughs> uh, you can find the podcast at dhyt underscore pod on Twitter. Send us your recommendations, and you can find me at oh my myth randier on Twitter. Um, and also, super sorry for the delay. It was totally all my fault. No, we bought a house. No, it's not and just your. It's not your fault. Also, it was Thanksgiving last week. Things were hectic. You guys are moving during Thanksgiving. It's fine. Oh, that was that was that was fun. Yeah, I imagine we did that two years ago. <laughs> we did that like two years ago when my parents built their house. So I know how much of a hectic yeah. mess that can be. So it's mm-hmm. all good. No one lost their shit. Everyone's happy. We're we're here. Yep. You guys have a fresh new episode that you just got through. Um. So yeah. Now, how do I end this show? <laughs> Mm. will we make it at an hour next time will i be over my thirst crust of florian next time aka big nasty will we switch things up and do loop in the third or will we go into horror again find out next time on did you have to bye bye
awesome. <laughs> <laughs>